Slava Slava Glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil Malovany again, and uh, doing another podcast on this beautiful spring summer day where I am Skatron. I was just blessing graves this morning. We have this tradition in our Ukrainian Catholic Church to go to all the graveyards every year and do special prayers prayer services for grave blessings uh, for those who were deceased before us, those who um, know, um, are, are hopefully in God's glory right now. So, yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing this morning, today. And um, a little bit about uh, that and... Uh, talking about also all saints that we celebrate tomorrow. On Sunday, we celebrate all saints. And uh, the Roman Catholics celebrate that, um, you know, this uh, right after uh, Halloween in November. But we celebrate that uh, the Sunday after Pentecost, the uh, Sunday of All Saints. And, um, you know, I was just thinking for a little bit about what it means to be a saint and the opposite of being a sinner, obviously. So if you're a saint, you can't be a sinner. You're either a saint or a sinner, and it can't be both at once. Although you can be, you know, you saints have sinned during their lives, and they've had to ask for repentance, just like everyone else in the world. They've had to turn their lives around. They've had to make amends to the people they've hurt. And uh, in order to become a saint, you have to be purified of all the sins in your life. So just think of any saint that we know of. Think of, you know, the common saints, even Saints Peter and Paul. Peter and Paul were very... Um, were, were probably the, the most famous saints of the entire Catholic Church in the history of the Catholic Church. And Peter and Paul were not always, um, were not always holy and, and what we think of as saints. Just think of it. Saint Peter was, um, denied Jesus three times. I talked about that the other day, you know. How um, Jesus uh, told Peter that during his arrest, during Jesus' arrest and, and trial, right before his crucifixion, that Peter is going to deny him three times before the cock crows. And that's exactly what Peter did. Can we imagine saying that we are actually a Christian? Can we imagine saying that we believe in Jesus Christ? But yet, when the going gets tough, when there's persecution, when there's trials, when there's, you know, tribulations in our lives, we say, well, we don't really know Jesus. Jesus is not really our Lord and Savior. That's basically what Peter did. He denied Jesus, and he had to repent of it. 
That was a great sin that, that uh, Peter did. And Peter knew that he was a sinful man. Peter uh, said many times in the gospel stories, like even when Jesus first called him, uh, and the story where uh, P- Peter was on the boat uh, with uh, James and John, the other apostles that Jesus called at the same time, and Peter and his brother Andrew were on this boat because they were fishermen by trade. And um, you know, Jesus told him to put the nets out, uh, and he said, well, we've been working hard at this all night and we haven't caught anything. And Jesus said, just do it. So they did it and they filled their boats up to the sinking point with fish. And immediately Peter knew that this was, this Jesus was someone, you know, divine, someone who was beyond anything that the humanity has seen before. So he goes, leave me for I am a sinful man. You know, and Jesus went on to say, you know, he's, you're no longer going to be Simon, you're now Peter, the rock, and, uh, you know, even, not even the gates of hell will prevail against the church that is built by you. So Peter knew his sinfulness right from the beginning, and he had to work hard his entire life to, uh, to make sure that he repented of all those sins he committed in his life. Now, the same thing with Paul. We know Paul, who was called Saul at the beginning of Christianity, he was a very faithful Pharisee. And Pharisees, of course, were not necessarily friendly to Jesus during Jesus's ministry. So, Saul at that time, he was known as Saul, was persecuting Christians at the time of his conversion. And, and we know that he was at the, uh, the, the martyrdom of the first Christian saint, that he was, uh, um, you know, uh, we, we, we remember that, that, uh, Saul was, um, was at the Saint Stephen, the first martyr. Stephen was basically the first martyr of the church after the church started. You read that in the Acts of the Apostles where Saul did not throw a stone at, at the Stephen to kill him, but he was witness of the, of the martyrdom of, of Stephen and was holding all the cloaks of the people who were stoning them, uh, stoning Stephen. So, he condoned this death of Stephen. He wanted Christians to be killed. And we know he was on his way to Damascus um, to try to persecute and arrest Christians in Damascus when his conversion story happened. And we all know about that conversion story. He was blinded by this deep, uh, great light. He fell off his horse. And um, he, you know, he asked, who is this? And Jesus said, this is Jesus whom you're persecuting. And uh, and then Jesus told him to go to a certain person's house. And uh, after that, of course, he regained his sight and became one of the greatest Christian evangelizers of all time, this St. Paul. So again, they were they were great sinners. So in order to become a saint, 
we have to uh, battle sin our entire lives, just like the saints did. And I've also in the past talked about St. Vladimir, one of the greatest saints of our Ukrainian Catholic Church. St. Vladimir the Great was uh, not <laughs> a holy man all his life. He was a great sinner. He was a womanizer. He was a um, uh, adult adulterer. He was a murderer. Um, any sin you can think of, Saint Vladimir did until later in life when he finally became a Christian and uh, repented of all his ways. You know, and that's he became a saint because he gave his life to God after he repented of his unclean ways. The same with his grandmother Olga. Olga taught him the faith, but she wasn't always. Uh, uh, <laughs> she uh, before she became a Christian too. She did a lot of pagan things with murder and stuff like that. So. I guess my point is that in order to be a saint, um, we have to, we have to really, really look at our lives, look at, uh, at how we're doing in our lives, what our actions are. Are we holy? Do we think holy thoughts all the time? Do we think thoughts that are pleasing to God? Are we generous to one another? Are we forgiving to one another? Are we um, respectful to one another? You know, again, it's so easy in this world today to not respect one another. To say, well, this person did such a, a sinful act. I'll never, ever forgive him. I'll never respect him again. I'll never trust him again. I'll never, you know, I, I hate him. You know, I just want him to die. <laughs> we, we think, oh, believe you me, it's, it's easy to think this way. It's easy to think that way and just to say to one another, we don't want you to be, um, around me anymore because I hate, I hate you and your actions. But, that's not the Christian lifestyle. We can't be a saint that way. We have to pray constantly for those who sin. We have to pray constantly for those who are causing destruction and evil in this world. We can't judge them. Only God can judge them, you know? We, even if we know that they might not be doing good, in the world, if if we even if we know that they they are uh, great sinners, we can of course approach them and 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 say, you know, uh, you need to turn change your life, you need to turn your life around and become uh, the person God wants you to be. But we can't force them, uh, or we can't judge them, and we can't. We don't know what's in their hearts, you know, even if their actions say otherwise we don't know if they they're going to repent we we pray for their conversion and uh you know you look at the history of the world uh many tyrants and many uh, dictators 
um, who were basically ruthless in their uh, ways of, of, of ruling their countries, of their nations, and did so many sinful actions, killing people, uh, murdering people. Uh, you know, again, I've, as you, many of you might know if you listen to my podcast, I'm a studied history, and <laughs> you look throughout history, um, there are many, many sinners. <laughs> there are many sinners uh, who cause a lot of destruction, right from biblical times, you know, you can look at the Bible, uh, the, the, the kings of uh, Assyria, of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, you know, when they uh, took the Jews into exile, um, they, they caused a lot of destruction. They, they, they destroyed the Jewish temple. Uh, they killed, you know, thousands of thousands of people. Uh, you know, you look in the New Testament, you look at King Herod, who massacred the innocents. You know, when Jesus was born and Herod got jealous and he murdered all the inf- all the male boys two years and younger in the whole of their environment of Bethlehem. What, a, what an awful thing to think about. All these babies being mur- murdered, you know. And then you look at in the, in the history of the world. Every, every generation has evil people. There's no doubt about it. Every generation has people who, um, are great sinners and cause destruction, cause chaos among the people of the world. Uh, and if you want to look at more recent, um, history, you let's look at the world wars. And of course we think of Stalin and Hitler as being evil people. And uh today, you know, uh the, the 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 dictators of the world today, I don't have to mention them by name, we all know who we're talking about. And uh there's wars going on at this very time because of people's evil intentions, of evil of, of what the evil on their heart. But my point is even these evil people in the world have to be prayed for. We have to pray for them because, look, St. Vladimir was very much like them early in his life. And he became a great saint. So we don't, we don't understand the power of prayer. We don't know how great prayer can be in our life and for those around us. If we pray constantly for the people around us. So on this uh, Sunday of All Saints, um, we have to remember our prayers for the people. Um, how we become saints is through a lot of prayers, through a lot of soul searching in our hearts, repentance, because we are all sinners at one time or another in this world. Every one of us is sinners. And we have to control our sinful acts. We have to control how we uh, relate to other people. And we have to start to love. We have to start to love as God loves us. God bless you today. Have a great day.